Hey man, what's going on? Have you ever heard of Joe Low? Joe Low? Yeah. <laughs> Have you? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, uh, I think it's just pronounced J Lo. But <laughs> oh. <laughs> you want to call it? You want to call her Joe Lo? That's too. That's it cool. Just, dude. Yeah, yeah, it came out that way. Oh, you're right. It's J Lo. No, oh, okay, cool. Uh, no, Joe Lo. It's spelled J H O L O W. Joe Lo. Joe Lo. Joe. Yeah, pretty close actually. J O J H O J H O L O L O W. Joe Lo. No, what are we talking about? Uh, so this is a guy. Um, from Malaysia. Okay, uh, he's approximately forty years old. By approximately, he's actually forty years old. Okay, um, <laughs> uh, who is um the mastermind behind um one of the largest white collar crimes in recent history? Uh, the McDonald's <laughs> monopoly scam. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yes, not quite that big. <laughs> no, he's uh, uh, he pulled uh, 4.5 billion dollars uh, and he's still at large in real money or like any Eve online money in Eve online dollars. No real dollars. 4.5 dollars 4.5. He pulled that. What do you dollars. mean? He pulled 4.5 billion. We need to hold on. I need to set the story. I will. Let's set the stage. Let's get to this. Okay, because it takes a second to set get the to stage. It. Let me set the stage for J Lo. J Lo was born. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he grew up in a in a Malaysian town called Georgetown. Okay, um, which was named after George Washington. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you why'd you say that and then go. Ah. You bailed on it so fast. It's funny to me, but yeah, we, no one else. Uh, anyways, okay, cool. <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> Leave it in, Alex. <laughs> no, cut it out. Leave it in. Cut it out. Leave it uh, in. Cut it out. Okay. Um, which was named after George Washington. <laughs> Georgetown after George Washington. After <laughs> George Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it in, Alex. <laughs> no, cut it out. Leave it in. Cut it out. Leave it uh, in. Cut it out. You bailed on it so fast. <laughs> it's funny to me, but okay. Um, which was named after George Washington. <laughs> Things I learned last night. Uh, his, <laughs> his parents. He was. He was. Uh, his upbringing was. We really jumped straight into it. I wasn't. I don't think I was prepared to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah, you just went. Hey, what's it's up? It's true. Normally, we have a little bit more banter in the beginning. Yeah, but we should go for it. Maybe we should banter ah, a little bit. We should Actually, banter. You know, have what? you seen the movie I, The Mist? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think I have, but I, <laughs> I do have a story about that. <laughs> no, you don't about the mist. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The commercials came out. I watched the commercial, and the next morning, my computer said, "Kill Josh." I let the mist into our house, and now he's gonna kill everything. Oh man, he's still alive, you know. <laughs> still at what large. A, what a missed opportunity. <laughs> All right, that's enough. J Lo. <laughs> the mist. You really do have a story with the mist. I have a story about the oh, mist. I was joking. Okay. Um. So. <laughs> Why? I, I don't know. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. <laughs> Ooh. I don't know why. Uh, I never saw the movie. Okay. Um. But for some reason, the concept was very interesting to me. Sure. And so whenever What's that the came out, in your brain. That there's this mist that rolls into town. There's monsters in the mist. And okay. Well, you people. got it. Um, you got it. That was it. That's the whole movie. <laughs> 
<laughs> and so that movie came out around the same time I was trying to learn 3D animation. What was that, middle school or high school? Uh, I don't know. When did that come when out? When did you try to learn 3D animation? I don't remember. There was a lot, a lot of like random hobbies like that. I tried to yeah. pick up. I, mean, I was playing, I was so playing yeah, roller school. coaster tycoon as a full grown adult. <laughs> so, you know, who knows when that was for you. <laughs> so this came out in middle school. Um, you can tell me you spent all of last week learning 3D animation. I would believe you. <laughs> I was trying to learn it. Um, and uh, you're like, I'm going to make some mist monsters. Perfect. Yeah. So that came out in 2007. Oh no. Are you going to um, show us one of your creations? No, 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 no. Oh. But I was trying to learn how to animate stuff. And so I Google had a free animation platform that I still have called SketchUp. Okay. You could like sketch up animations. Um, sure. And so I was learning how to build buildings and stuff like that. And they had a feature where you could create this the fog, but it was looked like the mist thing. Um, um, and in my I built this world. I built this like mythical world for myself with a uh-huh. town where whatever and I made a backstory uh, and the backstory was a mist type backstory, but it also around that time <laughs> how to train your dragon came out. So in my version, it was the how to train your dragon <laughs> dragons in the mist. is in the mist. <laughs> So like friendly little dragons, <laughs> friendly little dragons are coming in with the mist, and and people are like we gotta lock down in the grocery store. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so okay, so the mist has been out for a while. I don't care about ruining the ending. Spoiler alert: If you haven't seen it, if you want to watch it, just go ahead and skip ahead for a second. Yeah, uh, and also skip ahead on the movie. It's two hours. The <laughs> real payoff is the last five minutes where they get into the car. They get to the car. They drive through mm-hmm. the mist. They drive for as long as they can. Car runs out of gas. You yeah. know, and they're still in the mist. Oh no! And there's five of them in the car. They got a gun with four bullets. Oh no! So kills everyone in the car except for except for himself. Yeah. And then he gets out of the car and he's like, "Take me, monsters!" And you hear the things, and it's a military tank rolling up on him oh, because no. they have saved everyone. Oh no! And he, and he killed. He just everyone? killed his kid. Oh no! Isn't that gruesome? Yikes! That that's sucks. Rough. It was. Like, it was an ending. Yeah. yeah. So let me tell you how mine ended. So Hiccup and Astrid, they had to fly to where the dragons were training. <laughs> and Toothless was captured. <laughs> Why are you saying the characters' names? <laughs> what do you know the characters' names? I Googled it. <laughs> Okay, so Joe Lowe, uh, he. Uh, that was embarrassing. I'm glad that you brought that up. <laughs> How to train your dragon dragon. Yeah, I started telling you that earlier, and I was like, you know what? No, you're going to want to publicly ridicule me for this one. <laughs> They're in the mist. Yeah. Oh, man. Guys, I don't know if we should go out there. I will be the brave one to go out there and get hugged by a Care Bear. You know? You get out there and freaking grimace from McDonald's. It's like, who's a heavy meal? Or whatever he sounds like. Did you like. know? This is a total sidebar. Did you know? That in I think it's China, Ronald McDonald for some reason uh, is named Donald McDonald. <laughs> 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 
McDonald, McDonald. <laughs> Don and McDonald. So Joe Lowe, he came up in a pretty wealthy family. His dad sure. like ran an investment fund, um, but they weren't like in like they weren't like top tier. Yeah. They weren't one percent. They were like ten percent. You know. Um, okay. So like they were rich. Upper they were very class. rich. Oh, um, very rich. But not like rich. You know, they're like poor rich. Rich yeah. poor. Yeah, they're like they're rich poor people. Yeah, they're like uh, well, here, poor rich people. Uh, so he he went to a boarding school in London called the Harrow School. Okay, so they're rich. Um, and this school is where Winston Churchill went to school. Um, and uh, another notable uh, name, Jawaharlal Nehru. Um, yeah. Uh, who was the first prime minister of India? Nice. One hundred percent. Not sure if I pronounced that first name right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the people in that you also school, didn't pronounce Premier Minister. <laughs> Call him Prime Minister, like some kind of Midwest guy. Premier Minister. Uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, so uh, he, at this school, yeah, he was poor, dirt poor. Sure, uh, compared to everybody else in that school, they were yeah, the, like, they oh, were literal whoa. royalty. You, did you roll up in an Audi? <laughs> Yeah, they were literal royalty, and yeah. uh, he was desperate to fit in, and so he lied. Figured out, yeah, he figured out. Hey, pretty quickly, he figured out it doesn't matter if I have money. He said it matters if people think I have money, and so <clears throat> he got really good. At Is this t- like the the what's that Netflix series? Something Anna. Inventing Anna. Yeah, is it like I that kind of concept it, where so she just know. pretends that she pretends she's very rich and she racks up all these bills and all this stuff and she's like, oh, uh, it kind of starts people. that way. Kinda. Okay, so um, in boarding school, he's like, hey, I'm rich. Yeah, so he negotiates all these deals somehow um, to like get a day on this hundred million dollar yacht. Oh, jeez. Um, somehow, so he's like the YouTube entrepreneurs. Yeah, but and like and like negotiates this deal that he's like never going to pay back. But manages to land it. Get, invites all these kids to this party, and they're like, "Oh, this guy's like one of us. He's on a yacht. Yeah, he's got a hundred million dollar yacht." And then like he would throw these exclusive parties at these clubs, at these nightclubs, rack up a crazy bill. Yeah, and then just never and never pay him back or like negotiate it down after the fact to like twenty percent of whatever it was. You know, so like sure, just got really good at faking his way through stuff. Okay. While he was there, he managed to work his way into kind of the in crowd of the school, the popular kids, the mm-hmm. cheerleaders. You know, um, yeah. <laughs> were the cheerleaders cool at your school? No, they were not in mine either. <laughs> who were the cool? Who were the cool people at your school? Football players were cool still. Football players were cool. Basketball was cool. Basketball players were the coolest. Um, yeah. Baseball had a crossover. There was a handful. Yeah. That it was kind of the multi-sport kids. Yeah, they were the, the kids cool who ones, did for sure. Who, who were the everything? cool girls? At um, our school, it was the volleyball girls. Yeah, volleyball was up there basketball for sure. Girls. Basketball was up there for sure. Soccer was kind of cool. Yeah, for us in the mathletes. <laughs> in a weird turn of events. Mount, Mount Vernon just had a you know, <laughs> they were like, man, these kids are cool. Those, <laughs> we looked at the mathletes to steer our culture. You You're know? hanging out at Red Robin. This convertible rolls up. It's like, oh my god, it's the mathletes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, you're inside Red Robin with your unlimited fries, and you're like, "Is that Priscilla? Oh my gosh, she's got a four point two. <laughs> she's a ten with a four point two. Priscilla, how many French fries are in my basket right now? <laughs> she, she gets it every time. Crazy dude. <laughs> Twenty three of them. <gasps> I wish I was that cool. <laughs> Yeah, she, she can count so good. <laughs> she can count crazy, dude. You can count on me. 
That was actually what her proposal <laughs> said. <laughs> Priscilla, can you count on me for prom? Yeah, but my school was weird. You know, the nerds were were. But that did all change when the uh, the star of our basketball team auditioned to be in the musical, and he wouldn't believe the the shake up to the status quo. You know what I'm talking about? And we <laughs> that wasn't until the mist rolled in. You know what's pretty wild? <laughs> God dang it. Troy Bolton you took such a turn. <laughs> I was going to run that bit and you get you get your head in the mist. Got to get you get you get you get your head in the mist. What is going on in this town? Yikes. Okay. Priscilla, right. how far away is the closest monster? She's freaking so weird, dude. She wears homemade sweaters. <laughs> I can tell you how many threads are in this sweater because <clears throat> I made it. And I remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is stupid. Okay, um, so ja- Joe Joe Low. Uh, <clears throat> so he just kind of figured out. Like the cool kids were for the rich kids, so he yeah. became one of the cool kids by pretending to be rich. Yeah, by pretending to be rich, and he got really close with a guy named Riza Aziz, um, who is the stepson of the prime minister of Malaysia, Najib Razak. Okay, um, and that relationship would become a very important relationship in the life of Jolo. Jolo, for sure, um, in the future. And so <clears throat> he graduates from high school. Uh, goes, uh, moves to the U.S. and starts trying to build a career for himself. Where at in the U.S.? Uh, let me see, New York. Okay. And so he starts working with some investment firms in New York, and is a part of a, a couple uh, fairly large, like real estate transactions. Sure. He didn't himself purchase those, but he was like he's in uh, the, the he's in the deal. In the deal. Sure. Yeah, involved in in the process. Um, <clears throat> all the while. Very conscious of the relationships he was forming with people uh, who were like the it makers, and yeah. so he was still doing this game where he would pretend he was super wealthy, figure out how to throw this party for basically yeah, no money. Come and, to my New York high rise apartment. Yeah, but he was like, really, it was an open house. That sure, he <laughs> pretended. <laughs> people do this on TikTok all the time, dude. Yeah, uh, so uh, I saw a TikTok the other day that uh, was like, just got the keys to my. Seven thousand dollar New York apartment, and then another TikToker was like, "Yeah, so I called the owner of that building because I recognized that building, and I called the owner and asked if that unit was even for sale, if people could buy units there." Yeah, and they said no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, (laughs) so I I like that. There's a version of like there's there's people who are dedicated to being the anti Joe Lowe's now. Yeah, that's. That's who were like, yeah, like somebody was posting, like, just got the keys to my three million dollar apartment or whatever. It's like, no, you're, like, no, you're, you're just lying. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of Patreon supporters. Yeah, you want to meet? And to someone's going to make a TikTok where they go, <laughs> "No one's listening to this podcast. <laughs> These guys don't exist." <laughs> okay, so, so anyway, Jello, he's, he's he's scheming. He's scheming, and he ends up. Architecting his first major deal of um, purchasing this uh, or selling this high-rise apartment um, in Kuala Lumpur, 
Okay. Uh, did I get that right? Did you say it, it so confidently that I was going to let you do it? Kuala Lumpur. Yeah. Uh, for $87 million. And he was What's able to commission? take. Well, that was his commission. His commission was $87 million? <laughs> yeah, so he took all the fat chunk of change. What? And he. Dude, why are we podcasting? <laughs> Wait, no. what was the property price? Uh, a few hundred million. Alex, I don't need you to second guess me right now. This is the middle. <laughs> like that's a half billion is, dollar house if you're doing normal. It was real it was a high rise apartment building. So I don't know exactly the exact value of it. It's probably it doesn't matter. I, all I know is he took eighty seven million. In what year? Uh, Two thousand six. So right before we blew up the market. Okay. Um, this could, could be part of it. Okay. <clears throat> Anyways, the numbers don't matter. All that matters is like the facts don't matter. <laughs> I'm not one of the athletes. Uh, Got a good deal on it, dude. He he ended up getting 87 million dollars out of this deal. I don't know how he did it. He he took 87 million. He made 87 million. He made 87 million dollars. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. That's right. That's when new episodes drop on Patreon. <laughs> Patreon's a way to get early access to episodes and other content and exclusive merchandise. And we're not going to stop there because we got a private Discord with our hosts and producers in it for less than 17 cents a day. That's right. That's $5 a month. You too can be a Patreon supporter and not hear advertisements in this freaking podcast anymore. Text Tillin to 66866. Otherwise, I'll come to your house. I will find you. I will destroy everything that's good in your life until we're the only thing left. Anyway, here's another advertisement. This episode is brought to you by Miracle Made. Hey, summer's here, and what that means is it's starting to get warmer at night. And if you're anything like me, that means you're waking up all night long covered in a whole lot of sweat. We're all friends here. We can be honest with each other. And if that's you, I recommend you check out Miracle Made. Miracle Made is crazy because their sheets are inspired by NASA. They have this silver infused fabric and it regulates temperature, which means if it's too hot at night, it helps keep you cool. And if it's too cold at night, it helps keep you warm. And it does this all night long. It's really, really cool. And the wild thing is they are luxuriously comfortable and they don't have the high price tag of a lot of other luxury brands out there. So you can feel a lot nicer in these than you would with sheets that you'd find at a lot of five-star hotels. It's crazy. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin to try Miracle Made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a friend or a loved one, if you order right now, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo code Tillin, that's T-I-L-L. In at checkout, you'll get three free towels and you'll save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product that it's backed by a 30 day money back guarantee, which means if you're not 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin and use the code Tillin to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash Tillin to treat yourself. Thanks again to Miracle Made for sponsoring this episode. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Uh, one of the things that I have a problem with is I am a bottler. And that means when I feel something, any emotion, um, typically negative ones, I will bottle it up 
and pretend it doesn't exist. Uh, it's a it's a thing I've struggled with for a long time, uh, and I think a lot of us can sympathize with this. We we deal with stressors in our lives, whether they're big or they're small things. We bottle them up, uh, and then that can start to affect us negatively. It can weigh us down. But therapy is a safe place we can go to get those sorts of things off of our chest and to figure out what the things are that are actually weighing you down. Because sometimes you bottle that stuff up and you didn't realize you bottled it up. Uh, that's been something that's been super helpful for me with my relationship with my therapist. He walks me through these things and uh, unscrews the bottle caps and lets, lets things explode all over the place uh, in a safe environment uh, where that's kind of the understanding of what's happening. Uh, if you're thinking of getting giving therapy a try, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient. It's flexible and it's suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get masked with a licensed therapist or switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Tillin today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Tillin, T-I-L-L-N. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Okay. And he started making some investments and doing well, some things pretty legit. It's by Grant Cardone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Grant Cardone. I'm Grant Cardone. <laughs> and so he, he took over $87 million off this. Sure. Uh, and he started investing that money into a handful of different opportunities. Okay. All the while uh, getting really close to the prime minister of Malaysia. Yeah. His friend's dad. Yeah, it's his friend's dad. We're playing ping and pong so together. He tells him, he Shooting says, hey. cornhole in the backyard. He says, hey, friend's dad. Hey, friend's dad. And he says, please. Hi, Mr. Prime Minister, my, my friend's dad. <laughs> hey, will you throw my name places? Sure will, my friend's son. <laughs> and he just goes around telling people, my friend's, my friend's my, son. Well, my no, just kidding. My son's friend. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my son's friend. My son's friend uh, sold this apartment building for an undescript amount of money, and somehow he got $87 million out of it. Yeah. I don't understand the math. Yeah, the um, numbers don't make sense. <laughs> But I think that's the point. But he could sell your building. <laughs> yeah, for the same amount uh, or more. Uh, so he gets in with uh, uh, the prime min- prime minister, um, and uh, his name is Najib. And Najib and him, uh, they start to kind of put together this this dream okay. of putting together a investment fund for Malaysia that would invest into infrastructure in Malaysia to help make Malaysia like a superpower. Really. Sure. Um, and the idea was we'll sell bonds to Malaysians and people outside Malaysia who believe in Malaysia, I guess, um, to further that, that economic growth. So Joe Lowe has this relationship with someone from Abu Dhabi in the government. Okay. And Joe says, I think we can also do this to leverage that relationship to create a stronger bond between Malaysia and, and uh, the United Arab Emirates. Um, and so basically... They were able, through the United Arab Emirates and through uh, uh, the Malaysian government, to yeah. create this investment fund um, that they ended up calling the One Malaysia Development Burhad, uh, which they called the One MDB. Okay, uh, to put it all together. Mm. But <clears throat> these organizations, together with just the two of them, uh, had had a hard time generating. So. Um, He's living in New York. <clears throat> Sorry, he's living in New York. Yeah, and he is basically brokering a deal between the Malaysians and the Arabs. And he's kind of 
uh, why I don't mean, we invest together here? Yeah. It, why don't we make a fund together? Yes. And that fund would be sell bonds. Those bonds would go into our governments to help strengthen infrastructure in our nations. Sure. The, the issue is because it was a new fund. A lot of people who would typically buy bonds had a hard time trusting them. Yeah. I mean, so, you got no track record. So they went and they found Goldman Sachs and they said, hey, do you want to be a part of this? And hey, they, we know you guys aren't doing anything sketchy <laughs> in 2006. <laughs> uh, and we know you guys will be around for a long time. <laughs> We're just wondering if you guys want to invest in us. And they said, yes. <laughs> yeah. And Goldman Sachs said, let us check with our accountants <laughs> who don't exist. <laughs> look over. It's just the toothless dragon from how to train your dragon. Just sitting over there. You know, I was like, yeah, they said we could do it. You know, who cares? It's who 2006, cares? baby. Who cares? We're on top of the world. Yeah, money's fake. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Goldman Sachs did, did it, and then when they did that, people were like, "Oh, it's legit." That's hilarious. And so a ton of people no bought these bonds. Man, to be alive in 2006 uh, would have been great. To the tune of around a billion dollars worth of bonds. Uh, oh wow. Was purchased. And uh, you just blew past the me not being alive in 2006. <laughs> I said it, and you were like, "To the tune of a billion dollars." <laughs> I was, I was, I was too like, busy okay. being dramatic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to the tune yeah. of a billion dollars. Well, I was busy skipping the year 2006. <laughs> what? <laughs> so they sold a billion dollars in they bonds. They sold a billion dollars in thanks bonds. to Goldman Sachs. Putting their name on, being it. like, "Hey, okay, yeah, we're a part of this." Wow, uh, uh, Joe Lowe, and so the idea, and I, and uh, it's unclear at this point who knew what was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The idea was this is going to go to infrastructure, right? Uh, Joe Lowe, meanwhile, that was set Joe up, Lowe's idea. Set up a, a Swiss bank uh, account under an LLC um, that was uh, a, a. How easy is it to do this stuff? Because I hear about people doing this stuff all the time. Uh, what do you mean? Like set up Swiss accounts. Uh, I guess kind of easy. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> he sets up a, a company that's owned by a bearer bond. Okay. You heard of this? Uh, this is uh, pretty sketchy. A bond bearer, a bearer bond, um, bond bearer, bearer bond. Different. Yeah, a bond bearer is the person in the wedding ceremony who walks down the aisle with the prenup in hand. <laughs> And makes each couple sign it in front of all their family and friends. Here's what happens if this doesn't work out, and he has to read the whole thing. Yeah, and he's like seven, so it's pretty difficult. There's some big words in there, you know. Um, looking if two, he's missing his two front teeth. Yeah. So he's got this weird lisp. Article one. Section seven, as specified in the following penuptial penuptial agreement. Penup- Excuse me, sir. What's this word? <laughs> what's this word? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, uh, so, Joe, he sets up uh, this this LLC, yeah. the Swiss bank account. The LLC is owned by a bearer bond, and the way bearer okay. bonds work, if you don't know, um, is it's a single owner of an LLC. But if you look on the documentation, it's owned by this bond, not by an individual, not like by a person. Okay. So says this bond account holds this company. And the way a bearer bond works is 
there whoever is, owns the bond owns this company. Yes. So when you but sell a your bearer bond, bond, a bearer bond doesn't have to disclose the order, the owner of that bond in any documentation. Whoever literally physically holds that bond owns a bearer bond. So okay. it's incredibly easy to hide your ownership of a company if you own it through a bearer bond. What do you mean physically holds? You got to print it out. <laughs> it's yeah. It's a it's a certificate like you got for Is graduating kindergarten. Uh, and if you, you have that in your somewhere. possession, yeah, then you are the owner of the company. If for some reason your house burns down or you lose that, then and someone finds it, then they own the company because there's no documentation anywhere. It's literally, honestly, it's literally designed for tax evasion. <laughs> like there's no other yeah, excuse for why yeah, this it may, Yeah, it's only designed for <laughs> thieving. Yeah, there's no, there's no purpose for this other than if you're being sketchy. It sounds like it was made up for a director who wrote a really good movie, and someone was like, "Yeah, but it wouldn't work because like you could just <clears throat> people would steal the paper. They don't actually own the company." <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, well, we'll yeah, make up a thing called a bearer bond, <laughs> where <laughs> they steal the paper, and that means they own the company now." So you're saying you're saying this dude made a movie with a big plot hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah huge <laughs> plot hole. And then, like in real life, had to figure out how to make it work. Yeah, because I mean, instead otherwise, of, look, instead listen, of fixing no, 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 contracts are signed. Nick, <laughs> Nick Cage is on set. Okay, Nick Cage can't just steal the 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 deed to Dairy Queen. All right. In uh, are you of, kidding instead me? Instead of trying to like explain it in a sequel, yes, he says, "Let's pass some legislation." Yeah. <laughs> Let's make it reality. <laughs> that makes sense. I I should do that with my version of the mist. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's where he he had a whole thing. You know, Nick Cage was already on set trying to steal the the deed to Dairy Queen. All right, and then you should have seen his face whenever King of Queens was already taken. <laughs> he about lost his mind, man. You know what I'm talking about? Wow. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, it was Kevin James the whole time. <laughs> what a twist! <laughs> Kevin James was in the mist the whole time. The King of Queens <laughs> is set in the same universe as the Mist, and that explains everything. <laughs> I mean, they're stacking stuff in front of the doors. We're gonna keep this monster out, and from the mist comes Paul Bort. <laughs> Segway and all, <laughs> right out of the mist. I'm here. Uh, hey, I'm here to help. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Um, where were we? Jello. Um, <clears throat> so okay. So a bearer bond. So what's he do with the bearer bond then? Oh, he just takes the billion dollars that were they made off selling the bonds and puts it in that Swiss bank account, and then goes and tells tells. All the other people are part of this. He's like, "Hey, we invested it in infrastructure." Got and it. And this guy goes, "Hey, he's just siphoning money." Yeah, like literally all of it. Yeah. Um, and this dude goes freaking ham. He moves to L.A. and he starts going on these. How he, do you spend bearer bonds? <laughs> you can't just show up to freaking. No, he put he put the money in the Swiss bank account. The LLC that owned the bank account was owned by a bearer bond, which he owned the bearer bond. Okay, but you can't Got trace it. it back to him in any way. Got anyway. it. And so then he was just pulling money out, cleaning. So it. I need to set this up. <laughs> so he's just pulling money out, cleaning it, and two then ways going to, to LA. <laughs> and bearer he, bonds <laughs> and five hundred one c threes.
Okay, so he goes. To that was LA. so serious, dude. <laughs> people can, right. people can just. There's the minimum requirements to become a church are so little, it's very low, that very we low. we could set up like little we're things. We're close enough. We're close enough. For you sure. and I are close enough. This what this show what we do. We're close enough. We could pull it off. We already have a set apart space. Yep. We've already got a, like a regular meeting time. <laughs> we do. We record each week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're already counseling people. <laughs> yeah. Through. I'm already life. a Christian. <laughs> I mean, we've all been on staff at churches. Well, we got to wait for account. We We got to wait for Tim to proclaim it. We have credentials. I have a uh, lot of head knowledge. But do you have heart knowledge? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'm saying a lot of people. You know, there's, there's, it's right there. We're we're close. Uh, Cool. So uh, join our church. Um, Text Tillon to six six eight six (laughs) six. So the uh, he goes to L.A. Yeah. He moves to L.A. and he sure. goes on an eight-month bender. Um, and they estimate <clears throat> that in those eight months, he spent eighty-five million dollars. Uh, <laughs> Ten million. Do- yeah, a, t- a, touch a over month. Ten million a month. And he ha. was buying yachts. He was going to par- throw on these huge parties where he was having. And it, these parties, he would literally. Um, he would. So here's what he decided. Uh, he when he moved to L.A. pretty quickly in L.A. he became enamored with the film scene. Yeah, and he wanted to be a part of it. And so he knew the way I become a part of it is if I become friends with the people in the film scene. Yeah. And so so he, he said, so he's already got Goldman Sachs in his pocket. Yeah. And he's like, you know who else I want to get to know? Hollywood. Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> And he's getting to know all these people. He's like, you know, everything's going to age so well. That's who ran. That, I, mean, I mean, you're right. You're right. So he he said the way I get close to everybody in Hollywood is if I throw parties that people in Hollywood are a part. Yes. Of. And so what he does and he becomes is, friends with. So what he did was he literally started calling agents of celebrities and saying, hey, I'll pay. Wait, what's Kevin Spacey up to tonight? <laughs> He said, I'll pay your talent $100,000 to come to this party. Tonight. Oh my God. And the talent was like, sure. <laughs> and so he has all these pictures of him at parties. This is Joe Lowe, by the way, on the right with Leonardo DiCaprio. Which, um, is this a younger <coughs> picture of him? Why is this picture? I don't know what here? the deal is with that picture in the bottom. Okay. Maybe it is a younger picture. I'm not sure. And it's, you know, that Leonardo DiCaprio is making money to get to be there. Yeah. And then, like, on the left, yeah, that's. A really bad picture of Paris Hilton. Really, a really bad picture of Paris Hilton. <laughs> um, and then he also clearly hung out with Pitbull the week before. <laughs> and was like, I like that look. I like that look. We're going with that. We're sticking with that. This um, guy, <coughs> this is him, right? Yeah, on the right, yeah. For context, and I don't mean this as an insult in any way. Well, he is I a, could. Okay. His friends called him uh, Fluffy Panda. Okay. That was the nickname. He looks him. like the kid from Up. Oh, he actually really does look like the kid. Yeah, that's from what up. I'm saying. Like, really was, uh, uh, yeah, actually. he looks like the the, like the kid from up grew up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is this a younger picture of him? It might be. I'm not sure what that picture is. Honestly, okay. I just found this on Google. Okay. But uh, yeah, that's one of his parties with a bunch of celebrities that he paid to be there. Um, What's this lady doing <clears throat> next partying. to him? That's partying, huh? <laughs> I don't okay. know. I've never been to a Hollywood party. I've only been know. to bathroom parties. Who's uh, by his elbow? Because it kind of looks a little bit like Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it? That is an Obama <laughs> hand for sure. All we can see is a hand. If you're listening, all you can see is a hand. But I'm not gonna lie. It looks that's a little bit like Obama. Probably Obama. 
got paid to be there. Huh? Oh my gosh. Oh, speaking of getting paid, how do I, I get, how do I get to that level to where someone calls you and, and they're like, wants hey. to pay you a hundred thousand dollars just to show up to your party. I think you just start emailing like venture capitalists like, hey, I can show up at your event and here's my rate. And what is that? Venture capitalists at gmail.com. Yep. <laughs> just see what happens. All right, I'll look uh, into it. Talk to your agents. <laughs> say, say, give me into some parties <laughs> that I can get paid to go to. Oh, I was gonna say this. Speaking of getting paid, I mean to show you this. You've been on the road. Um, check out this. I was on the road getting paid. Yeah, check out this wallet <laughs> I found downstairs. Isn't this freaking sick? Look at that. He's <laughs> you bitch. That. I want to be very clear <laughs> of what you did. Because <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> that you did that. My mic is all messed up. Okay, so hold on. <laughs> Two months ago, I lose my wallet, and it was a wallet that was gifted to me by a company yeah. who makes pretty expensive wallets. Yeah, they're really nice. And then you <laughs> bought, paid for, like a hundred dollar wallet, identical to the one that I lost, <laughs> just to pull it out and say, "Hey, I found this." Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. The first thing you did was accuse me of stealing <laughs> the first thing you did. And so when we left that day, I ordered it. Shut up. And it came while we were in Orlando. And then you went on tour. What if, what if I found It really is a great wallet, though. Shut up! I know I lost mine. I'm pretty stoked about it. Oh! Did you at least use my promo code? <laughs> yeah, I did it. No. <laughs> but I got one if you need it when you replace yours. That was a really funny bit. I hate that you spend a hundred dollars on that. Man, I've been waiting a long time for that. Wow, <coughs> that felt good. I do need to order another one. Delta I got email. A promo code. Delta email. Shut up. I have a promo code. <laughs> well, I have a commission code. I could have made ten dollars on yours. Yeah, me too. Oh, that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> These give every affiliate code. Yeah, they do. Oh, when shoot. I bought one, they're like, "Hey, here's an affiliate code." Well, they gave me mine for free. <laughs> That's why I lost it. You don't take care of you things. Don't you don't spend money on. Yep. It. Actually, that's a great segue. Um, Have you heard of Tillin Podcast merch? 
That's right. We have a merch store full of Till and Brandon tees, hoodies, mugs, and so much more. We also make new designs for every single episode, but those are only available for a limited time. So get them while they're hot. Text Till into six six eight six six to get your Till and merch today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, <laughs> Joe Lowe. That's what I said when I saw Kevin James come out of the mist. <laughs> what a great segue. <laughs> so, Joe Lowe. Yeah. It worked, it worked for him. Um, he had been throwing these parties trying to meet people in Hollywood, and he became friends with Leonardo DiCaprio. Who, he even got friends with him. Yeah, probably not. Um, and this Leo, is what I'm afraid of. He has a picture with Leonardo DiCaprio, and you say he's friends with Leonardo DiCaprio. Listen to the rest of the story. Okay. Um, so Leo and his friend Martin Scorsese for a couple of years had been working on this film that they really wanted to produce yeah. and they were struggling to get the anyone to pay for it, for it because it's a bad movie. <clears throat> it was going to be an R rated film and it was going to be a and it was gonna cost a hundred million dollars and so they knew an R rated film was already going to have a smaller audience at that was high it of an investor. He was like, He's like, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be impossible to fund it. So they're having a really tough time. And Leo met this dude who's throwing these gigantic, super expensive parties with a guy who's desperate to be involved in Hollywood, and managed to broker a deal to have Jolo produce The Wolf of Wall Street, <clears throat> which is the most poetic thing. So, <laughs> The Wolf of Wall Street <clears throat> for the people who have not watched it, myself yeah. included. I'm only going off the plugged in review right now. Yes, is <laughs> is a story of a huckster, a guy yeah. who was his name is Jordan Belfort. Yes, that's his real name. Was uh, selling penny stocks, overinflating the price. Yeah, was kind of you know taking money here, paying it off with this other person, mm-hmm. living on like kind of the run of money. <clears throat> and that movie is produced by someone who is also doing that. Yeah. Hundred percent. That's that'd be like if you made a movie about <laughs> me losing my wallet. <laughs> That's so beautiful. Um, and here's the here's the best part of the irony of it. Is he credited in it? Yeah, he's in the credits as the producer. Wow. Um, in in Leo's speech at the Oscars that the, he got for it. He thanked Joe Lowe. Uh, <coughs> the the best part about that this, was 2012, uh, like, right? Yeah, yeah, somewhere around there, early 2010s. The best part about it is uh, Jordan mm. Belfort, the guy that the Wolf of Wall Street is based off of, who actually like went to prison. Yeah, right? he went to prison for two years, paid like a hundred million dollar fine. Yeah, um, he's obviously out of prison now. He's a motivational and speaker. He is. <laughs> um, he got invited to one of. Uh, Joe Lowe's parties and Belfort, the scammer, said this guy is not legit. I don't want anything to do with him. And he, the reason he cited 
is he said, nobody spends money they earned that way. <clears throat> Interesting. <laughs> and he's like, this guy's not someone I want to be around. And uh, he was right, uh, because Joe Lowe was stealing all of that money and blowing the heck out of it and throwing these lavish parties. And the scale of the parties he was throwing, here's another, another like, famous story of a party he threw. Uh, one year for New Year's, he said, <clears throat> how cool would it be to do New Year's twice? And so he, with all of his hired celebrity friends, rents a 747. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you do New York, and then you fly and beat yeah, New so, Year's. So he, they did New Year's in Sydney. Yeah, and they did the New Year's, and he loaded all his celebrity friends in the 747, flew to Vegas, and did New Year's in Vegas a few hours later. Um, <clears throat> that's the level of just crazy that this guy was, yeah. and the level of extravagance that he went to. His birthday party like rivaled Coachella, like th- that kind of stuff was what he was just known for. Wow, being that. And so then, <clears throat> in the midst of all of this, uh, th- there probably should have been some red flags among some people. That maybe this guy isn't using this the bond money <laughs> well. Yeah, like to uh, okay. So he goes back to the Malaysian government and the Saudi Arabian government and Goldman Sachs and says, "Hey, there's a lot more infrastructure that Malaysia still needs. Should we sell more bonds?" And they're all like, "Yes, we should sell more bonds." Oh uh, yes, so, we will do that. So they did another round and they raised four billion dollars, of which he took the vast majority of it. Um, once again, funneling it through these uh, Swiss bank companies. What he was doing though, this time around was very clever because what he set up is he set up again, bearer bond owned sure. companies, but he named the companies things like Leonardo Black- DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff I've done under Tim Stone LLC is pretty wild. It's pretty crazy. I'm not going to lie to you. It's, uh, no, he he would name the companies like BlackRock Commodities Corporation, and so it's not the BlackRock, but to a oh, but he really someone, was doing what I just joked about then. Exactly okay. to someone who's auditing you, they're like, oh, that's BlackRock, like a, the big BlackRock, like okay. whatever. That's just probably one of their subsidiaries, and they're not looking into it. And so he was literally doing that with massive corporations, just naming something their name and commodities, blank Asian real estate ventures or something like that. So it's like it's like. Oh yeah, that's a sub company of this major company is what banks were thinking when they were looking at it. So they thought these were legitimate transactions when he was just embezzling funds. Uh, so very clever. Uh, well, uh, in uh, uh, the late 2010s, someone at uh, hold on, let me make sure I get this. This is he doing this all by himself? Like, does he have a team <clears throat> of people? Well, uh, is there an office that he goes to? <laughs> Uh, so, uh, who do you work for, uh, Joe Lowe? What do you do there? We. What I don't really know. I can't put my finger on it. Last uh, week we spent an hour at our staff <laughs> meeting debating why they called it Donald McDonald <laughs> in China. Uh, we came to a conclusion, um, and we made seven million dollars uh, from that meeting. Yeah, somehow we each somehow each, we each got paid seven million dollars for, for being there. I'm not sure. Yeah, what. you know, I don't really ask a lot of questions. <laughs> It so, works out pretty well for me. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we're going. Yeah, anyways, yeah, I'll uh, see you in Sydney, mate. <laughs> so uh, the Wall Street Journal uh, wrote an article about it. They started looking into it, and they found, oh hey, all this money's going all over the place in weird ways. Yeah, and if you followed it long enough down these trails, it would go through all these legitimate companies, and then end up as a donation to 
the CEO of Goldman Sachs to the campaign party, uh, the campaign of the Prime Minister of Malaysia to Abu Dhabi's like whatever fund. And all these were coming back to donations of these 10, 20, 30 million dollar donations. Got it. So this guy very clearly was just had him it was pocket. the plan from the beginning. And he said, Hey, I'm gonna pay you a bunch of money, like, and we're all gonna get super rich off this. And they were all like, thumbs up. Yeah. And he masterminded the whole thing. Goldman Sachs was like, <clears throat> Yes. They're like, Yeah, we like that. We're all about that stuff. Um, <laughs> we've got some other schemes <laughs> that you might want to know about, actually. <laughs> Would you like to be a part of another ski? What do you think about some? I mean, some <laughs> legitimate buying of. Yeah, we've got great business opportunities for you if you yeah. want to be a part of them. Some mortgages. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, donating to charity, doing these things, donating to charity. Sure. Also, um, getting ridiculous gifts for celebrities and famous people. Like he, other he was dating a Victoria's Secret fashion show model. Obviously. Um, and so, like, he at well, one point she was getting paid to date him. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. At one point, he bought a three hundred thousand dollar Ferrari for Kim Kardashian for her as a wedding gift. Um, he it, to the, who? Kim Kardashian. Yeah, to who? Oh, I don't know. Whoever she was marrying at the time. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> and then uh, 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 a two million dollar ring uh, for that girl he was dating. Uh, he did he propose <clears throat> and, and gave it to her. Yeah. Will you marry me? Here's two million dollars. And did they break up? Uh, yeah, they did end up breaking up. Did she get to keep the ring? <clears throat> um, well, I was gonna get to that, but yet no. Uh, all of these gifts because he that didn't he give it away. at Christmas time. Just so you know, don't propose at Christmas time if you don't think it's gonna work out. Because if you propose at Christmas time or her birthday, that ring is a gift and it's no longer able to get back. So like right now, um, <clears throat> right now, if Reagan wanted to get out, then she's got to give me that ring back. <laughs> Because I proposed in August. But if you did it in December, if I did, she could keep yeah, it. Even the even the month before, July fourth, it's a <laughs> July fourth gift. July 4th. You can't do it anywhere near a holiday. Look what Jared got me for the fourth of, <laughs> of July. She could argue that in court. She really could. Yeah, I had a buddy who proposed at Christmas. It did not work out. Yeah, and because he proposed on December twenty third, she got to keep the ring because it was a gift. Because it was technically a Christmas Yikes. gift. Yikes! Yeah, Oof. he took her to court over that. Well, it was in their divorce stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and so he took her to court over that. <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> broke up, and I want the ring back. <laughs> uh, so, and, and then he he gifted Leonardo DiCaprio um, like some Picasso paintings and stuff like that. You didn't hear my joke about other celebrities, <laughs> like Leonardo DiCaprio just gets gifted Jonah Hill. <laughs> <laughs> hey Leo, I bought Jonah Hill for you. What? Well, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> now he's in all your movies. You can't give him. You back. know Jonah Hill from Moneyball. You can't give him back because I gave it to <laughs> I gave it to you on December twenty third. Uh, well, <laughs> contractually, yours. Jonah Hill, you belong to me now. Yeah, because <laughs> what, dude? Is March seventeenth? That's St. Patrick's Day. So yeah, there's always a holiday close enough. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, he gave Leo a bunch of Picassos, and whenever everything blew up, um, the DOJ started trying to get restitution for all the money that all the bondholders lost yeah. to give the money back to the bondholders. So they actually went back to Kim Kardashian, his girlfriend, to Picasso, and took all those things, and they took that stuff from those celebrities, all the gifts that they received from this guy, they took back. Which sucks. Um, that does suck. <clears throat> yeah, like, I, I, <laughs> like 
like it's like it's like oh that's I mean Kim but Gutter. it doesn't have to do with me yeah yeah it it really sucks that they they took that stuff from them. Uh, 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 Kim Kardashian doesn't need a three hundred thousand dollar Ferrari, but it still she is kind does, of frustrating. <laughs> she does. It is still dumb because he didn't. And if you support on Patreon, we'll give her another one <laughs> to make up for it. You know. <laughs> sorry, sorry for your loss. We're gonna send her a three hundred thousand dollar Ferrari that just says. Sorry about that first one. Sorry about that first one. Also, and then when we also, get, also it's also, December 23rd, so you can't do scra- this. Back. Also, don't scratch this. The uh, the IRS might want this in a couple of years. <laughs> give it a few years. You'll have to give it back. <laughs> it's just a long term lease that we're not going to pay. Uh, so wow, yeah, that so, would imagine he gives you a house though. Yeah, he gives you something. And at the time, you think this is just a rich dude who's really yeah, way too friendly. If, here's my other question: What if she sells the ring, two million dollars? Yeah, right. Does now she have to the money. Pay, give that Does money she, back. Would she, would she? I don't know. Would she be on the hook for it, not knowing that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they would. It came from criminality. I don't know how they would handle that. And that's the thing that that's the thing that's tough with with this is honestly, like because of the way he lived during the height of this period, he was yeah. blowing millions of dollars a day. Yeah, which means there's honestly a very high chance that all of us in the U.S. at some point came in contact with Joe Low dollars. Um, Joe Lodo. We <laughs> we all earned a Joe Lodo at one point. I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> uh, just because he had he had put so much of that into the economy. Yeah. Because um, he was legitimately buying stuff. Yeah. Like he's supporting us on Patreon. It's twenty <laughs> different accounts. Yeah, I was all looking at the names the other day, and I was like, "Well, that's crazy." <laughs> BlackRock Commodities <laughs> supports us on Patreon. I mean, I guess it's legit. We did do an episode about him. I guess that's how they found us. They were fans. Like, yeah. oh yeah, cool. Support. He bought us Alex two years ago. <laughs> We've been trying to give him back. <laughs> it's gonna be a rough day when the TOJ comes and takes Alex back. <laughs> uh, we're here to take your Alex. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, she's um, right here on the shelf if you want her. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, back up. Oh. <laughs> All right. Okay, so this feels like we've been talking too long. Yeah. Okay. Whatever, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, long story short, um, <laughs> this article came out that chased the funds, and everybody was. What like, year was that? Uh, I think 2018. Oh, okay. Uh, and everybody was like, oh especially the people in Malaysia who bought the bonds. Yeah, and it became a massive political issue because the prime minister was, was a part receiving of money. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And so this was in the middle of a campaign year because uh, there was he's up for reelection and <clears throat> he expected the whole thing to just kind of blow over. So he never acknowledged it. Uh, come the election, he lost the election and this was crazy because it was actually the first time in 65 years in Malaysia that uh, the other party, not the party that this guy was a part of, won an election, and it, it, the first time in their history that wow. an opposing party party won um, an election. And so this this created a major shift in Malaysian politics um, because it was everybody was mad at this guy. Um, so he, a week after the election, tried to flee the country. The prime minister, the former prime minister, and a mob stopped him at the airport and wouldn't let him get on the. On wow! The plane. And he was like, "I'm just going golfing." <laughs> He's like, "I'm just going to <clears throat> listen." I gotta get to Sydney. It's gonna be New Year's. <laughs> I can't do and then New I Year's get to in just one place. Yeah, I'm not one of you. Now peasants. that I've tasted two New Years, <laughs> now that I've put the S in New Years, I can't go back. What am I supposed to do? One New Year? What am I supposed to? Yeah, one year? No, I'm shooting for two years. 
two year New Year's. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so he uh, uh, the the government ends up raiding his house um, a couple weeks later, and they find uh, just a f- lot of money. Uh, all over the house. They found like $20 million cash like in his house. Yeah, like $20 million cash in his house. And they also found 20 mil just hanging out. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, it's my uh, remember when we were going to lunch that one day and I opened my backpack and a $20 bill fell out. And I was like, <laughs> or no, a $100 bill fell out. And I was like, whoa, whoops. <laughs> whoops. Didn't know that was in there. Didn't know that. Yep, might be. That was one of those moments where I felt much better than you. <laughs> you know? And this guy, this guy's like, <laughs> He's this like fluffing tw- his cushions. He's got twenty million, million just pops out of his couch. He's trying to fit his fitted sheet over it. <laughs> you know what the biggest struggle is? This is my fitted is so sheet never fits over my two hundred twenty million dollars. <laughs> you know, I don't know how to fold it. I, I can't get know. it around here. Oh, <clears throat> oh my gosh! You know, I I pulled some jeans out of the dryer the other day. Realized that I washed <laughs> a freaking bearer bond in there. <laughs> lost a whole company. I lost it. <laughs> It's like it's that thing where he's trying to unfold. It's all flaky. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! My he's bearer got blonde. chip clips hanging in his <laughs> on his bathroom sink. <laughs> Try it, honey. Did you see my bearer bond? <laughs> I told you, check the pockets for bearer bonds. You never know where the ponds are. Give me your ring right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think the DOJ is gonna want that. They're gonna want it back. <laughs> no, they ended up actually finding a bunch of jewelry, all these just like designer goods. Yeah, they valued the it two hundred seventy four million dollars worth of stuff in this prime minister's house. And he was like, he was like, is campaign donations. <laughs> He's like, it was it's a gift. Perfectly legit. That's what How he said. am I supposed to speak on stage without a crisp <laughs> pair of sneakers? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's exactly what he tried to say. That was his case. Um, and uh, so he goes, he gets indicted and he starts going through the investigation. Interesting thing about Malaysian law, though, uh, he was still allowed to be a part of the parliament. And so for four years, <laughs> he's like not guilty <laughs> for four years. while he's, <laughs> he's like next case. Oh, yes, I'm very familiar with this one. Um, should we read it out or should I just make my proclamation of what the verdict is? <laughs> we'll read it out. We'll read it out <laughs> on December 23rd. I made two hundred seventy four million dollars. I, off I mean, defendant. <laughs> Received two hundred and seventy-four million dollars. Now, as we all know, that's Christmas time. <laughs> In Vegas, it's Christmas Eve, uh, and that's where I was. And that's where I was <laughs> until later that day. In Sydney, Australia, it was also Christmas Eve. Time zones are weird. They're weird. I don't know who set them up. Um, so yeah, so he uh, he ends up. Still being a part of the parliament, voting on laws, being a part of everything, until uh, last year he did get convicted and got twelve years in prison for it. Uh, wow! And uh, the director of Goldman Sachs, this was a part of his trial. When I mean, he went down for two thousand eight. Yeah. Um, but he also went down for this. This was a part of his charge. Was this whole scandal? Wow! Because uh, he was a big part of it. Joe Lowe, on the other hand, Made when everything clean. broke, uh, he disappeared. Uh, and he's been gone ever since. Show us a picture again. <clears throat> so he disappeared. He obviously had no. the means to flee the country. We're looking for this guy. Uh, yeah, and so he he's been spotted. Um, so we know he has a passport from Cyprus. Um, he's been spotted a lot in China 
all over like the it towns in China at parties and Victoria's Secret fashion show seems to have not gotten over the breakup. Interesting. Um, yeah, but- <laughs> <laughs> let's just follow her around for a while. <laughs> but uh, he hasn't. Uh, he has. He's not living the same lifestyle he was before. He's very much clearly More in hiding. Humble. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But uh, he hasn't been caught. He's charged in Malaysia, the U.S. I think in Switzerland, where his tax haven stuff was, and then also well, in he United. He just, he just had whatever money he had. I don't know he probably pulled it out. Yeah, and his put bed, it somewhere his in bed China. Sheet with twenty million dollars, huh? Yeah. Um. Sorry, that's just my bed. Can I put the? Is this carry on? <laughs> Your bed was more comfortable last week when I was here. Oh uh, yeah, I had yeah, to yeah. buy some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little uneven it's right now. <laughs> yeah, I gotta make some deposits in my mattress. <laughs> Fluff it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> anyways, my sleep numbers. He's still at large. Uh, the United States really wants him. Um, they've so far. Uh, recovered through restitution around three hundred sixty million dollars. Wow! Um, but he sold like four billion, so not even close. Quite a ways to go, um, and uh, it probably never will. Uh, he's probably going to live out the rest of his days in China, um, paying celebrities to hang out with him. So that's Joe Low, man. Wow! So, uh, but hey, if you want to support us on Patreon, you can use your <laughs> Joe Low dough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it really helps us out. A lot. Oh wait, well we have to give that back. Yeah, eventually. <laughs> oh. But for now, we can fiddle <laughs> off. <laughs> Things Alone Last Night is a production of Space Tim Media. Produced by Christian Taylor. Audio is edited by Alex Garnett. Video by Connor Betts. Social media is run by Caleb Walker and graphic design by Caleb Goldberg. Our hosts are Jaron Myers and Tim Stone. Please follow us on social media at Tillin Podcast. That's T-I-L-L-N Podcast. Leave a review, comment, subscribe, wherever you are. Thank you for listening to Things I Learned Last Night.